Yes, what is good? You are tuned into Pi Radio. This is Mango Masala, the South Asian show. My name's Gerns, and welcome back in the studio today. I've got Simran and Halima. Hey guys, hey, how's it going? And now we should have Shweta on the stream. Can you hear us? Yes, hi, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. You're all right. Yeah, good. How are you? I'm all right. Um, I'll, you know what is nice? Obviously, I've been inside your house before, and Auntie Priya's done the decoration on point. Like, I love, like, the, um, what's it called, like, the wallpaper and everything. I thought you were going to go into the um, the quiet loft. I was, I was, but it's, like, it's quiet in here. Fair. How, the, how, the, the loft is too cold. Fair. How's all the family doing? Good, good. So, yeah, everyone's just chilling, really. How's how you, your family? She's looking right. gorgeous. Yeah. Very nice. I think it's a ring light. <laughs> Michael <laughs> came prepared. <laughs> Shweta, do you want to tell us a bit about why you're joining us today? Yeah, so basically I've just launched my business, um, Natural Nutrition, um, and I'm just joining today to promote it, basically, and talk about the importance of nutrition and everything like that. Cool. So we're going to get into that a bit later. But first off, we're going to start by talking about what's been the most like prominent news feature over the past week. Obviously, mm. it's been in the news for the past few years, but the past week especially mm-hmm. um, has been the ongoing situation with Meghan and Harry mm-hmm. um, departing from the royal family. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's especially um, important today is because tonight in America, um, it, they are going to air the interview on Oprah. Mm. Um I think it comes here ITV on Monday. Yeah, on but Monday. you can tell yeah. it's obviously we're not we're not promoting um pri- pri- what's it called illegal streaming, but you can tell so many people are gonna go and like watch it. Oh, people sure. are, people are gonna wait two days to yeah. like, watch it when it's about Britain, you know what I mean? Mm. Like Yeah, that's a bit mad. Like I why is America getting more. it first when it really pertains to like Britain? Yeah. Well it's the thing, like, it's their way of saying up yours, isn't it? Yeah, like, that's true, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. Um, CBS have stated that Megan's going to speak about stepping into life as a royal, marriage, motherhood, and also how she's handling life under intense public pressure. Mm. Harry's also going to be there, and they're going to talk about their move to the United States from the UK and what they have planned for the future. Now, obviously, even before this interview... Megan was the subject of a lot of um public scrutiny. Yeah. And I'm gonna let you guys like fully go into town on this, but I've just got like a list of like the majority of things that have happened since mm-hmm. Megan joined the royal mm-hmm. family. So first off, when she um started a relationship with Harry, she received loads of racist backlash, which has been carried on to this day. The media had once attacked her for wearing trousers to a royal event. Um, there were assertions that she could she would divorce Harry before they even got married. There was a load of drama with her dad when um, he he wasn't going to attend the wedding, and all the media went in saying, "Oh, she's from such a rubbish family background, and um, this isn't royal material." Criticism of her wedding dress, criticism <clears throat> of her crossing her legs in the wrong way, attacked for having a visible bra strap, um, attacked for wearing nail polish, and then oh constantly compared with um, Kate and um, Prince William's wife, um, 
Except for when they actually did the same thing, in which case Megan is criticized for it and Kate isn't. Two examples of this being once both Megan and Kate ate some avocado. Um, Kate was praised, oh, oh, it's cute, she's got a pregnancy craving. Pre- the, the, the actual quote, this was a male this. headline. The male put out a quote after Megan um, ate an avocado saying, Is Megan's favorite snack fueling drought? and murder what is wrong what is the <laughs> right. wrong oh my god like, this is the, i'm not even done yet so then and also there was the fact kate wore like a one shoulder piece and was declared a true princess whereas megan did the same and was branded as vulgar then to finish with obviously you have the fact that all the stuff going on with prince andrew no like yeah literally, literally mm-hmm. the ratio mm-hmm. is completely off in terms of the amount of press mm-hmm. attention it gets mm-hmm. And you have the fact that just coincidentally, as this is the run up to the week in which they're going to have their interview, a bullying allegation arises from three years ago yeah. for Megan. Right. So that's my. Because, and the, and the, the basis of the allegation is that she emailed one of the staffers early in the morning mm. or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. The thing is. You don't even need to say anymore. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, literally. You don't have to say your opinion. You don't have to say what it is. You just have to tell us what happened. You just have yeah. to say exactly what you just said and uh-huh. everyone can uh-huh. gather. Yeah. Um, Shweta, I know you said you had some opinions that you wanted to put across. <laughs> yeah, I just think, um, I don't know. I just think that like, I, I'm proud of what they've like they've left now and that they're doing what they want to do. And just I just want to hear the truth from their side because I feel like, everything that happened with Princess Diana, like he just, you've seen the little clips where he's like, I don't want to repeat of history. And it is scary, like what the press can do and everything that's come out. And we just need to hear the truth now. Mm. This is the thing that I thought. I thought at first when I saw they were doing an interview, I was a bit mm. like, well, what is there any need? Like, is it not, is this not kind of beating a dead horse? Mm. But then I kind of realized this is the first chance that she's actually being given a platform to kind of yeah. speak. And there's, there's only so much editing you can do to what yeah. someone's actually saying in a video, like answering questions that they want to answer. Mm-hmm. And that, there's only, that, sorry, go on. Th- there's only so much a person can like just lay down and take the abuse as well. Like it, yeah. it is an attack on somebody's somebody's like basic human dignity and like everybody is owed um the the right and the prerogative to defend themselves and to speak their truth as well. Mm-hmm. And she must of, be so tired. Yeah, Sorry. honestly, honestly, man. Like you were you were saying before, like you labelled it public scrutiny, but like what it really is is racism and sexism. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Like it is literally like all you need to do is like say those things, mm-hmm. and it's like there's you don't even need to analyze it yeah. really. <clears throat> and let's not forget what they did with their children as well. Like um, mm. with with Archie, they literally <gasps> drew yeah. a caricature of him as a primate. Is that yeah. not no, like that, the that, most sickeningly racist thing that, that any BBC presenter? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, a BBC, the national the broadcast. Yeah, somebody yeah. who represent the national yeah. broadcasting house in this country. A child, a baby, they drew it as a primate. And it just goes to show like how deeply and how intrinsic the anti-black racism in this country is. Like, I don't know if you guys are aware of like the one drop rule like over in America, but if you look at somebody like Meg, so racialization works on like physical appearance, right? If you look at somebody like Meghan Markle, she is very white passing. Um, it's just because it's public knowledge that she, and obviously because people have seen a visibly black mother at the wedding, that this much vitriol is being directed at somebody who doesn't even visibly look black, who can literally pass as white. So can you imagine how like deeply entrenched anti-blackness is in this country if that is the mm. extent that people are going to for, for a mixed race woman? Yeah. 
with Archie as well, mm-hmm. it's like not that there would ever be any justification for them doing that based mm-hmm. on how the baby looks. Yeah. But that was released like literally as Archie was mm, born. Yeah. And they hadn't even seen yeah, us. Yeah. It's only because they know that he has a quarter black yeah. heritage. Yeah, literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. Like people are li- honestly, this country is so disgusting and racist. They're waiting for the chance to just, sh- for the anti blackness to jump out. That's what they're waiting for. They don't care like who it is or whether that actually, that person can actually be racialized as black or not. It's really the one drop rule. Mm. So I don't know because the thing is, I just know that after tonight, after it airs, because let's be honest, even if we don't watch it, we're mm. gonna know this time tomorrow. We're gonna know what was said, the main points, yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah. I just think no matter what happens, mm. it's gonna kick off again. Yeah, like, I'm just a bit. Mm. Uh. Logic like really does not apply to the British public in this is in this case. Like everything that you've just read out now, any logical person will look at that and hear that and be like, that is just so ridiculous. And yet it's happening. Like, it's hard to believe that this is actually how people have been responding and how people have been moving, but that is really the case. Like, What do you think about people that say, oh, it's not, um, it's not because she's black, it's not because she's a woman, it's because she's American? nonsense no that's like nonsense. yeah you that's can't divorce. Cover up. yeah you can't really can't divorce it and also like a lot of the things that we have to like they they left their royal duties as a couple um and i saw this clip on twitter the other day it was a, it was a compilation of yeah. prince harry talking about the media mm. this guy mm. he literally quoted i hate england mm. like he said i hate england <laughs> and i hate this country's media yeah. this guy has been on smoke for this country's media and cuz he saw what it did to what the, the how the press treated his mother he's always hated this country's media and now all of a sudden Megan's to blame. Even the snippets of the Oprah interview, people are absolutely up in arms about Megan. But the snippets that were shown, like there were even some um, clips where she she's she's not said a word. She's yeah. not spoken. It's literally Harry that's doing the speaking, and everyone's pointing their guns at her. Mm. It's so blatant. Honestly, the misogynoir is so blatant. Yeah, and I think throughout the years, um, Harry has been painted as this oh he, <clears throat> his his um, angst against the media is kind of being painted as oh he's this playful yeah this he, lovable rogue yeah, basically he's like oh he's he's a funny like guy yeah. like that i i remember growing up my impression of prince harry was like oh he's he's like the um, the, the naughty kid yeah. of the royal family yeah. Hey boy. Sort of thing. yeah yeah have you seen that video on youtube of those like pranksters who have like interviewed the like home secretary of the queen and stuff and said we're going to air this interview after, but just say comments now about what you think of the interview. Have you seen that? No. no what, what is it? Sorry, explain. And it's literally, it's like, so it's like all like, sort of like people who've worked for the royal family, just give your comments on the interview as if we're going to air this after the interview, but nobody's watched it. But we'll record it today. And they're just there because they're getting paid for it. Just like literally just going in on Megan, but nobody's watched it. So oh they have God, to play along and say all these comments. And it's like these two YouTube boys are like, pretending they were a fake um, like media channel. <sighs> it's literally like, oh my God. Like people don't even want to know the story. They just want to yeah. give wow. the opinion. Yeah, we just got to show it's like, baseless. It's, it's baseless. Like their hate towards her is baseless. Like if you're going to respond to something that you have not even seen. What do you yeah. think? Is- they've got a job to do. They've got, they've got to follow those rules, haven't they? And it's yeah. just crazy that people... What do you think is as well about um, the way in which the royal family has responded to, like, obviously I know they 
are allegedly complicit in their treatment of Megan. But what, what do you think about the way that they've responded to the way the media has been coming at them? Because I was thinking today in relation to the whole Prince Andrew thing, and I was like, when you think about how much um, coverage there has been on Prince Andrew compared to what there should have been, clearly one would think that's because there is someone at the top who's in power who is able to kind of manipulate how much goes out how much is covered etc if the royal family is able to do that i'm not saying this is a fact i'm just saying if this is the case then why would they not extend that same level of help to megan you know mm. what i mean and help divert mm. media attention away from her if they have so much control over it then you know what i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm a republican like abolish the monarchy it's really outdated, archaic. It's ridiculous. Like, um, there was there's this like social sh- sh- there's this like activist writer, um, Kalechi Okafor. I don't know if you guys like know her. Um, she did an interview with Sky News, um, and she was just talking about like how people are singling out Megan, but really, if we look at what, like, say for example, these bullying allegations are true, and we look at what the royal family stands for, bro, she's fitting right in. Like, mm. uh, I think this is what I just don't get. Why is there such a need to preserve this? Even if you were not a complete um, anti-monarchist, mm. um, why is there this need to preserve the monarchy as this highly respected figure who have to follow all these traditional rules? Like, like the 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 fact that William and Harry weren't allowed to cry at their mum's mm. funeral as children mm. like that's not even breaking tradition that is that it's, it's just like you know what it is it's because obviously like britain has like a really really great and vast colonial history like britain had the largest empire ever in history um and obviously people british people are very kind of proud about that fact you know great britain like if we literally dissect the lyrics of our national anthem um rule britannia like you know um so i think there's this british people have a complex about their great colonial history and the fact that britain is now not so great and they project that onto the royal family like they're kind of like the last remnants of british britain's great colonial imperial history um and that's why a lot of british people are very precious about the royal family because of Mm. what they stand for and why do you think so many people are like that considering a lot of them weren't even alive during the time that britain was kind of colonizing most of the world it's just it's just great it's just colonial nostalgia that's what it is it's imperial nostalgia this idea that we were once sorry when i say we i'm not so you know what i mean like yeah. yeah um like the british isles was you know once this great global power um and i said it's that it's that anxiety that they're not that anymore and it's projected onto the royal family which are the last living remnants of britain's colonial history mm-hmm I think we're going to have to leave the Meghan and Harry stuff there, but let's, fingers crossed, something good comes of this. Because the thing is as well, ultimately, she is literally carrying the next member of the royal family inside of her at the moment. Like, Mm. and the fact that... uh, She can't even be treated with enough respect Mm. that all these allegations come out. Mm -hmm. Um, Moving on, the only other news point that i wanted to just touch upon was i saw both of you two shared this um and it was <clears throat> time magazine and their recent oh, yeah. cover story so do one of you two want to go into that um so kind of catching up on the farmers protests and stuff and the kind of things that have been going on in the last few months obviously at this point it's been going on since september now it's just been it's such a long arduous process at this point but times magazine came out with a cover and it was um 
a bunch of women on the front and it was basically celebrating the women that were in the protest and basically bringing a lot more coverage to the protests when I think as everyone knows it's, it's um, been majorly a social media kind of movement mm. or like social media based I would say definitely started as that and kind of gained traction through there obviously now um, since then a lot of big um, papers have posted on it like The Guardian, BBC and Sky it's all been great advice like you know, even like um, Little Ones, American Ones as well um, have all covered it um and now time has come out and they've celebrated the women at the forefront of the protest and they've kind of i think they gave personally my favorite cover so far and yeah. the best coverage the cover was, well. was hard i can't lie it was hard i saw it and i was like yo i'm proud like <laughs> pulling gum fingers <laughs> yeah literally looking at it like yes my people <laughs> but um yeah, so Time came out with a cover on the farmers protest, which is great for like, I think just the attention getting towards it now and just like after the Rihanna mess and the Greta Thunberg mess, this is just great to kind of like mm. prove to India that this is a genuine movement and not something that we can just bat off to one side and hope it goes away because it's not going to happen. It's been best part of what, six months now? Mm. Maybe more? Going up to it. Yeah. Least, yeah. It was August, I think, actually. Though. I think, yeah, the the bills got passed in August, but September's, yeah. September was when the, the protest, protest started. Yeah. Sure. So, and like, you know, they've gone through the winter and now it's March. Like, it's just a nightmare. Mm. A two-year-old girl got arrested, by the way. I'm sorry, a India is deranged, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's deranged. I'm sorry. Like, the... The Who's, things that have been coming out at the back end of this process yeah? is crazy. It's just, it's just proven more about India than we all needed to know everyone knew yeah. it but it's just shown more like it's just so obvious now that i think what a lot kind of people, government that country has yeah yeah i think this i think that's a really really important point because like for speaking from my own positionality as a bangladeshi muslim and and a lot of this speaks to like the islamophobia in india and the way that bangladeshi specifically are racialized within within, within the subcontinent of obviously always like you can't not be cognizant of the government right now but i think especially like the global diaspora have been very very ignorant to it um and this th this series of protests i think we can't now ignore how globally pervasive mm. pervasive it has become it's not just specific to india now but that's the thing like uh <clears throat> do you think because obviously we know the last time that the indian farmer protests were brought up in government in Boris Johnson thought it was something to do with the India-Pakistan yeah, border conflict. I mean, it is, it is actually scheduled to be brought up again in mm. the near future, some point in March, I think. I got the email because of the petition that I signed. Mm. But um, hopefully this time it's something a little bit better. I mean, my personal MP, Tan Desi Slough, big up. Um, <laughs> he is such a G. Like, you watch him in the House of Commons, he is such a G. Like, he proper goes in on it and he knows mm. his stuff. Like, He's all there with the facts and figures and he's like acting Boris Johnson, you know what mm. Boris Johnson like, he just kind of brushes it off. But yeah, yeah like he goes hard. Um, so yeah, I think they're due to talk about it again soon and hopefully we make some more progress on it. Yeah. To be honest, like I know this sounds pessimistic, but at most the only thing the government will do is put out a statement because of diplomatic mm. relations. They can't do anything. Yeah. It's so true and that's so annoying because that's not only has this protest shown so much about India's government, it's shown so much about ours and how yeah, the honestly, like, the fact that Justin Trudeau can come out and talk about things and Canadian MPs have come out and spoken about things like this. Like it just shows enough that like other countries do value human rights over... Mm like economic mm. ties and stuff like that. Like, you know what? It's just like so jarring. And like to Halima's point, like it's not just about the farmers union at this point. It's not just about Punjabi farmers. It's about farmers all over mm -hmm. India. And more importantly, it's all about the treatment of marginalized voices yeah. in India, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. Punjabi Sikhs, yeah. every other like mm -hmm. minority in India as well. Yep. It just shows 
if mm-hmm. you resist, this is how you're going to get treated. Mm-hmm. And that says mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. more about India's government than anything else. I think it's revealing a lot. Like, yeah. uh, like for, for over the past, since especially since Modi's re-election and obviously he hasn't, he, like the BJP be, becoming fortified in the wake of that, I think a lot of people in the West, when they talk about the rise of fascism, they 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 kind of point. Well, they were pointing to like Trump and Johnson and 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 a lot of Western nations as and and waiting in trepidation of this like impending doom. When already that thing that you're waiting for here has already crystallized in India. Fascism is really. At, at its absolute peak in India, and people mm. haven't cared because the victims have been brown. Like that's mm. that's that's what what the truth is. Um, and and speaking to what we just said now about you know government will probably c- come out with a strong statement and that's it. I think it shows as well the importance of the protest and the movement being a grassroots movement, being a worker led movement, um, being local. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to probably um, leave it there, but. One thing I wanted to ask before we move on is in regards, going back to the time cover story, mm. um, obviously our, we've spoken it so far as like as a positive. Do you think yeah. that that cover has any negative connotations anyway? Sort of like, I want to say tokenistic, but sort of being like, yes, it appears on times and yeah. it raises tension. But like at the end of the day, what does it do? No, that's always, that's always going to be the case with any especially with the West taking on a story from the global South, there is an element of commodification. Um, Like, for example, you know, certain companies that come out with like, um, that come out in allegiance with the Black Lives Matter protest that happened last summer. And like, we just had Pride, um, was it last month? Um, February was like... LGBT month, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, That's what it was. And I saw this email from like, um, one of the directors at at a company who said that, oh, now that this month is over, please can you put down your like, your pride memorabilia (laughs) and stuff like that. Yeah, like it just goes to show like how much these things are commodified. You know, social justice is a commodity. Um, So there's always that risk of, like Carlos said, tokenism and and, and all that kind of stuff. But... Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, no. You, you're going <laughs> to save my butt anyway. I was going to say, I don't like the air of like the tokenism and like doing the checkbox of things. You know when people were uploading the black squares? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're not that they cared about the movement, not that they researched into the movement, not that they like wanted to make a difference. They posted that black square so everyone else saw them post the black yeah, square yeah, yeah. and went, ah, oh, you posted the black square, you're a good person. Mm. That's not how it works. So I don't want that Times cover to be another reflection of that in the sense that they posted it, they've done their bit, that's yeah. it, move on. It's yeah. not really going to make any changes or make any movements besides mm-hmm. gain a little bit extra attention. I think that's the important thing, right? It's not that it's going to make actual institutional change because that is with the people who are protesting. I think it's affirmation. Like if you imagine, as we were talking before, this has been going on for the best part of half a year now. Mm-hmm. The people on the front lines must be exhausted because this is a deeply existential thing for them. So to 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 feel as though, okay, we're getting worldwide global traction now, it will affirm them, you know, it will put a, a bit of fire in their belly to feel as though what they're doing is a mm-hmm. worthwhile cause, you know? Mm-hmm. Now we're going to chat to Shweta Sadana, who's going to tell us a bit about her new business, Natural Nutrition. So I'm, I've, I've like kind of put together a few questions just to make you feel a bit like more comfortable to kind of direct the conversation. <laughs> so first of all, do you want to just tell us a bit about yourself? Like what, like how old are you? Like what do you do at uni? That type of thing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my name's Shweta and I'm 24 years old. Um, and what did I do at uni? I studied nutrition. 
and then and food science at Leeds with Carlos like we went to the same mm-hmm. uni but not the same course yeah. and then um then I went to America in the middle and studied nutrition and dietetics abroad and I did a little placement in America and now I'm back I'm working at a health company in London doing some freelance nutrition and I've just started my own sort of like blog Instagram page and yeah yeah um before we get into the um food element of things let's just talk a bit about yeah. America first of all because I know like that you only spent a year there but you kind of like when you think of America you think of you now and the fact you're in New Mexico high school musical land like, <laughs> even so, I've heard a lot about your American adventures yeah everyone's it was like I was actually less than a year it was like 10 months but it was like I've lived there my whole life like honestly it was amazing that like living New Mexico when I got the offer to go there I was like I'm not going to Mexico I just I don't know where I don't know anyone I don't know what I'm gonna do there just got on the plane went and it was honestly amazing high school musical land <laughs> literally and the one thing that I did want to touch upon briefly was your claim to fame so do you want to just oh my god them? I already know what this is gonna be I <laughs> already <laughs> heard this, this. Simmer, which claim to fame which DM do you want to know about Wait, oh, wait, oh, oh my go, god go you know the go, one you know the okay, one okay so basically no but there's a few but okay so basically um one night i went so one week we went to miami first night we went to the club drake was there whatever <gasps> move on two days later what did Lil wayne was there and then i tagged him in my story and then we just got dming and ever since <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because I know she's been itching <laughs> no, just, to say but it. I've had enough of the story now. Like, I'm just like, oh, I've gone so over it. Wait, what happened? Massive. But I used to go on it? about it. You've been DMing? Was it what? What was the outcome of the DMs? The DMs, so it was just like, so first I tagged him in my story and he was like, hey, beautiful. And then... <laughs> she did the accent we, as well. We just went from, <laughs> and then we just went from there and I was like, because obviously some last night at the club he was like you're still in town do you want to hang out and then he wasn't he went to texas and then just since then like even coming back to leeds i still dm him it was his birthday if you so i woke up one morning and everyone was putting like oh my god to the goat like drake was putting to the goat Lil Wayne. i was like oh my god has he died or something and I literally <laughs> like, okay? it was his birthday. so it was his birthday like, oh happy birthday like just like that and he's all fine. let me know whenever you're in money so yeah he, he actually <laughs> responds and whenever he's in manchester i'm taking him out listen when you're in hail hit me up yeah. babe <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you're in the village come, come back so, so he actually still like sees your dms and responds to them yeah still like i could wow. dm him now and he'd DM. like he responds more than other boys in my dms like he is literally oh, wow. so more than local boys does he actually yeah literally the ones from Birmingham. yeah you know you should have um <laughs> what's it called you should have um told him to tune into a pirate oh damn can you can you yeah i'll send him a dm after just to be like yeah i was on the I, radio I, show I, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. Sorry if anyone was offended by the D word. I honestly don't. Oh, I don't know sorry that, guys. I don't sorry. know if that breaks the yeah. rules, but like, sorry, sorry, not not DM. Yeah. <laughs> no, not DM. I I, I said D A M N. Yeah, we don't. I don't know. Uh, okay, we, sorry. Not trying to break any rules. <laughs> but anyway, talked a bit about your claims to fame now and all that, and you didn't. Yeah. You didn't take advantage of it and get Lil Wayne on Pi Radio, but you know what? Whatever. We'll cross that bridge later finesse it for us yeah but going back to post uni um why did you decide to start this business 
Well, I'm already sort of, so I started it in lockdown. I reached this company I'm working for. Basically, when I worked for them, I was like, I can just do it for myself. So I've just decided to do a bit of both. Might as well just be in the driving seat, take charge and do what I want to do. And I've got so many visions for nutrition. So yeah, just start the business and do it myself, really. And I can say what I want to say and put what I want to post. And I'm really, I do everything for everything for my own company, which I love. Mm-hmm. And what, what are you hoping to achieve through it? Like, what's the purpose? So long of it? term. Like, what first? So just like, just I want to educate everyone on how to eat healthier. I think I really want to just specialize into like South Asian diets, really. Yes, this is, we need it. We need it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, because I just think it's really important to raise awareness mm-hmm. um, of cultural diets and like, especially with the amount of like sort of heart disease, the rates of mm-hmm. diabetes yeah. mm-hmm. in these cultures just yep. to eat the way you want to eat and include your own cultural sort of diet in it but also be aware because our, our, our cuisines are very indulgent very mm. indulgent like things, very you just mentioned like heart disease and diabetes it's an endemic in our in our in our communities because yeah. everything is just ghee sugar yeah. like yeah bucket loads like honestly it's impossible to die in an asian household impossible impossible you've seen that meme where it's like two shots of vodka but instead of vodka it's, literally it's like ghee like, or like sugar <laughs> oh dear yeah like i baked a cake once with my nanny like my grandma um stop and stop 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 no say it say what you're like, saying she didn't have a recipe she oh, had okay, like good. like the whole time it was like she was measuring it in like um what am i like those big scoops what are they called ladle yeah like a ladle like a, she was measuring everything in like ladle fulls she was like so like seven of flour like seven of sugar i was like huh yeah. so like a whole like half a half a bag of like sugar went in and i was like oh my god oh my and then god. she's teaching me how to make like gulab jamuns and different like desserts and i'm like that's, and that's just, just butter. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. like fried butter yeah. dipped in sugar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. pure yeah. diabetes. That's pure just, diabetes. Yeah. And what I thought you was gonna say was one time my mom told me to bake a carrot cake and she went, make it with ghee. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh my god. Everything is just very indulgent. I mean it, it's the best cuisine, guys. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Well, we're gonna get onto yeah. that later. Arctic slaps. <laughs> but um going back to um your like in business in general do you feel like there's a bit of like a gap in the market with regards to like businesses that specialize in like different um like areas of the world and their diets cultural diets sort of thing yeah definitely i think it's really up and coming well we've known about it for ages but like last week i went to a webinar and it was amazing like just talking about cultural diets and like to, see, to educate everyone on it because everyone doesn't understand. They just think, because there is a lot of factors that go into it, like genetic predisposition, like mm. your sort of your economic status, like things that go into it, but just learning about sort of our culture and our diet and to be like everything you're saying, like Galab, Jum and Jalibbi, enjoy a little bit of it, but not too much. Yeah. So it's still keeping the culture there, yeah. not just eating salads and steamed fish, because that doesn't even taste good. It needs to be mm-hmm. enjoying your own culture, being yeah. able to attend parties, weddings, but still staying within your means and not yeah. raising your risk of heart disease, heart attack, mm-hmm. diabetes, yeah. high cholesterol. Yeah. So I've done a lot of um, 
like quizzes on him. Do one of you mind going getting? He's got me USB. Um, I've done a lot of your quizzes that you pile on your story. Um, <laughs> so like, and I've no, I get a lot of the questions wrong if I'm being honest. So like, yeah, um, yeah, and and I've grown up with two parents for doctors, and I still get them. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, so I'm like, why do you think there are so many like? Why do you think it's so hard to know the exact facts, and why are there so many myths out there in terms of what is healthy, what isn't, that sort of thing? So myths, sometimes they just come from like, you know, when you're reading scientific papers or articles, they're funded by the people. So like, I don't know, like um, in Valencia, there could be an orange farm or and they could then go and fund that vitamin C has got the highest amount of like fruit has got the highest amount of vitamin C, but it's actually guava and things like that, because it depends who it's funded by. Um, And I think as well, like, a lot of people don't know the facts because they're just listening to things on Facebook and mm. social media, which isn't even like scientific papers and who's even conducted the research and things like that. Mm. But do you think like social media has played like quite a significant part in promoting these false facts then? Because it's a blessing yeah, and a curse because like you can find out more information, more different diets that might work more for you, but then also you can find yeah. more stuff that isn't necessarily true or exactly fact like it's what we we're talking about yeah, yesterday. it's like we we're talking about last week with um, simran you were going about clubhouse now you're just like it's giving like a complete platform to everyone Fuming. sensationalism Fuming. yeah have you been on clubhouse yet shweta no i haven't a lot of nutritionists and dietitians are what is it it's like an online forum where you can speak it's basically like giving anybody and everybody a podcast yeah and anyone can join it people speak and they talk about the thing is that's what what i spoke about last week and my problem with it was you just have people that aren't experts in any field and they're Mm. speaking about really serious issues so say they'd be talking about like um, COVID myths that COVID is, it's been myths a or like yeah like the, say they mm. even talk about the Harry and Meghan Markle situation like yeah. they, they're just not experts on it they haven't done any research they're just Chatting speaking matter. into this void <laughs> and people are taking what they're saying as fact and that's obviously not how it works yeah. that, but Shweta, that could problem. be like a good platform for you though in terms of to like, actually educate yeah. people yeah, yeah giving like lectures and yeah, seminars yeah, and stuff no. like that yeah, I've seen a lot of nutrition dietitians, but I never knew what it was, to be honest. But you should get on it, man. Get on it. Get on it. Yeah, I'm, business. I'm going to sign up after this. <laughs> I've got an invitation. I'll invite you. You have to get invited, basically. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? No, you have to sign up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can't just sign up and get on it. Whoa. Someone who's already on the app stop. has to It doesn't stop you. like complete randoms <laughs> from being on it, though. It just means you just have to get a link. How did the first person get on it? They must have just given like exclusive access to a few people and it just spreads like that. Yeah. I wanted to kind of ask as well, because I'm a big advocate for like healthy food doesn't equal boring food. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm. you can still Mm. spice things up and you don't have to have, like you said, the boring steamed fish and a salad. Um, But I do find that really hard to do when I'm at my home at home, like in a South Asian household. I don't find there's any way to make it healthy yet enjoyable. (laughs) <laughs> why why, why can I hear that through, through my microphone? Really Did you hear that, Shweta? I'm really confused. Sorry, guys. So there's just been a bit of an outburst at the studio. I don't understand though because it sounds like someone it was just screaming. So did I? I thought it was that sound effect out there. I was trying to ignore it. I was like, the show goes on. My God. Anyway, yeah, I was just saying. Like, just I find it really hard. Someone was just screaming. Sorry, someone love. was just screaming. 
Oh, I've got a photo. Anyway, I was just saying, I find it really hard to apply that concept to South Asian food. There's no, I, I haven't found a way yet to make it healthier and like fun. So I missed the half of what you were saying. It cut out. So could you say it all again? Sorry. Well, I said that like healthy food doesn't equal boring food. Like there's always ways to make a meal yeah. healthy yet enjoyable. But I found I can't really apply that same concept to like South Asian food. Oh, really? No, I, I totally, yeah, I think, well, what, what it depends what you're cooking and like what you're cooking it in and things like that. Like the seasoning and spices on like literally no calories. You need to just always with salt, always remain like within the limits of five mm-hmm. grams a day. And then it's the oils that are the main factor. Yeah. Um, And it's like, don't use ghee. You need to use like canola oil, rapeseed mm-hmm. oil, hazelnut oil, like things with high monounsaturated fats, which will lower your risk of heart disease mm-hmm. than ghee. Because the thing with oils is no one sits there and measures it out. It just, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. There's no like measurements. There's no yeah. like, I don't know how many calories that is. Like, you know, when I'm like, trying to use like yeah. um, my, my fitness power, like, trying to use my fitness <laughs> power, and I'm like, how much is a roti? How much is a, how much is dal? Like, how much is gobi? It's I don't the nature, know. It's the nature of South Asian cooking, it's isn't so it? Difficult. Like it's, it's the we don't yeah. adhere to the recipes, honestly. Every like dish is always like slightly different. I don't think you ever get like yeah. the same. Like it might no. have the same feel, but it's always like a little bit. It's but even the yeah. same person making the same thing twice yeah. is probably going to yeah. be different yeah, exactly, because there is yeah. no like two hundred and fifty yeah. grams of this yeah. or five hundred grams. Of this. There's none it's of just that. Intuition. Yeah. I'm gonna intuition. make. I'm gonna pattern my desi fitness pal. I'm gonna sure? put in all of the like calories and stuff. I'll no. back that. <laughs> no, it's, it's hard as well. Like... I think because our cultures are very um, like eating is a very very social thing in our culture, and it's a very yeah. like a, a way of like bonding with people as well. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that that makes it difficult as well. But when food is really really at the center of of a lot of cultural practices, you know. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, this, no, this, sorry, go on. No, when I was in America, that's what something I was taught because I was never taught that in Leeds. But in America, it's obviously New Mexico. The Mexicans mm. eat like that they around their culture. So even yeah. when I have sort of with my clients who are Asian, I can't say, "Oh, just stop eating everything and don't attend family yeah, parties and exactly. family dinners." It doesn't work like that. Exactly. Like, but in Leeds, I was never taught that. Leeds was more like eat like this and this will happen. But this, like, taking into your life as a whole it's yeah. your diet your culture yeah. your family everything the social aspect but you've got to take everything into account yeah. and then think how can i make my lifestyle better it's not a diet it's a whole lifestyle we need to work towards having a little bit of sweets and a little bit of butter everything in moderation really it's interesting that you learned that in america because i remember when you were there you were telling me about literally how easy you were finding it like the mm-hmm. like the tests and everything like so it was really easy yeah and didn't you do bowling for one of your modules yeah one of the <laughs> 10 pin bowling i used to go every and i got 102 percent in that <laughs> oh my, my god I'm doing a count the oh, bowling america. pins literally but yeah it was easy but there was one module nutrition education which i loved and that was like counseling module Mm. and that that was where i'd learned the most Mm. that was amazing but just goes to show like when you learn like through kind of like white institutions they don't take cultural specificities into account no you know and that's why we need south asian nutritionists for south asian communities someone who understands our culture and can give advice in accordance to that exactly exactly Cool. So thanks a lot for telling us about um, your business and for people that might want to get in on it, where can they find you? 
Instagram is the main one so far. So natural dot nutritionist. Cool. All your food, um, all her food is delicious, by the way, yeah. guys. Like it actually looks banging. And some fun like it quizzes is, it and is. stories as well. It. After lockdown, we put on dinner parties. Come down with me. Just oh dine with me, actually, not everyone else. <laughs> now that we talked about your business, we're going to get into a bit of a debate. So first of all, I want to know from you guys, as mm-hmm. a this is quite a broad term, obviously, I recognise South Asian food, mm-hmm. but do we think the broad term South Asian food, is mm-hmm. it the best cuisine? And if so, which yep. specific cuisine is the best? And you can't just say, yeah, I want to hear the arguments like for and against. I love Punjabi food. Yeah, I it's love my Punjabi heritage. food. I love it Punjabi goes food. so hard. It slaps. I love it. But my favorite is Mexican. Really? Love Mexican Oh, I food. also I love, love Mexican Mexican, Mexican yeah. is probably like my second, my, num- my, my second favorite. What's your number one? South Asian, bro. Yeah, what but you what mean? in that? Oh, I love like I, lo- I love Punjabi. Obviously, I love Bangladeshi food. Um, I do love Punjabi food. I love Pakistani food as well. I can't lie, bro. Pakistani, Pakistani food slaps, slaps. Yeah, More like biryani and that. Yeah, biryani. Even their like samosas. Oh my god, like, like Kenyan food as well. Oh, I've like, never had that Indian Kenyan like food. Indian Kenyan food. Yes, yeah, yes, like yeah. Indian Kenyan foods go so hard. I oh, forgot really? what they're called, like kagors or something. I don't know. They're like these yeah. like big metal pots, and you like cook like a biryani style type of dish. Oh my god, I've it goes so it. hard, so hard. Swear. What about you, Shweta? I know you're a big fan of cheese. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I I like Italian food, but that's just like basic, like a pizza. But what I really like is like Mediterranean. Oh really? Oh yeah, banging. Like Even Lebanese salad. like salad. Nah, yes. Nah. Yeah, hummus and like grilled chicken and like oh yeah. So would Love you say you prefer that over South Asian or Indian food? No. Cuz I just don't think the flavor is there. No, like, it's the not. Taste. It's not yeah. like that's the thing. Like <laughs> South Asian food, the flavors are mental. They're, they're mental. Just, yeah, bro, exactly. There's just no comparison. I'm sorry. We literally have sometimes. Like I stay awake at night. I literally lie awake at night, th- at night thinking about how much our food bangs. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I've never been to an Indian takeaway that compares to home yeah. home cooked food I, either. I was gonna ask this yeah. actually. What do you think about the um, difference between the two? Because you can so have rough. you can have an in not even Indian takeaway, but Indian like restaurant because obviously you tend to think restaurants have better quality food mm-hmm. than takeaways no, but they're for british palate isn't it but that, that's the they're thing like, so it, it modified can taste, it can taste good yeah. but is it really because i am when i was in my family of leeds i had like i don't know if you remember Shweta, but i had my little like friend who like i signed up to like because he was actually teaching me like a bit of hindi as well i um, mean he was a um, exchange student from from india and he I, he was like saying to me like oh like i hate like the um the, the restaurants here because yeah. they just like they just it's not mm. indian food it's anglicized it's anglicized for the british palate mm. i mean it can still taste good like it does i do still yeah. enjoy like um indian restaurant food but it's just not the same as home no, no and way. also like there's a lot yeah, of things as not... well that we have like well i know in bengali cuisine that british people wouldn't necessarily enjoy you know like certain ingredients and things like that so yeah mm. there's definitely a clear difference yeah fair so let me I'm, I'm trying to think of how I can play devil's advocate and say no South Asian isn't the best food. you just can't <laughs> what would well, you in say? terms of like like the amount of like it's not it depends it's the amount of fat and sugar that's why it makes it's so it good. taste good as well yeah, mm. that's yeah why it's exactly so, good. so but that's like sustainability wise like 
for your health that mm. is not good every like that by the mediterranean heart they say we should follow the mediterranean diet because that has got like grilled chicken and like all the salads and like things like that but we could go weeks without eating salad in like our sort of diet like it yeah. depends if you have salad every day with your food or yeah. what you eat or how much because if you can eat vegetables and then put it in loads of ghee you're literally like that you're getting a get your fiber and your nutrients but you're also getting all that saturated fat which we don't need every single day yeah. so in terms of taste yes it is up there it's like the best but in terms of that is why we've got the this many like sort of diseases and things like that within our community the pros are the cons so, in this in this instance isn't it like the pros and cons are the same yeah yeah but like then you, you've got to bring up things do you want to eat boiled fish the rest of your life and then die later on in life or would you rather have tasty food and die soon? Do you know what I mean? That's moderation, isn't it? Well, have you heard this? Yeah, thing, everything I'm in moderation. Here, I'm here for a good time. Not, not a long yeah. time, yeah. Everything in moderation, even yeah. moderation. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've got a question. What do you guys, first of all, what do you guys think is British food? And what do you guys think of British food? Fish and don't, chips. Stop it because I'm, I'll actually be offensive right <laughs> yeah. now. Fish and chips, Fish beans chip. on toast, Sunday roast. I'll be yeah. genuinely offensive. Fish that, fingers. That's what I mean. Like, I am, for those of you that um, don't know, I'm a massive fan of fish and chips. Um, if you want to follow Codstructive oh, Chippicism yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> I'm, he's got an Instagram page in it. Oh yeah. my God. But I haven't, I haven't updated it in a while because I've been really busy. But like, yeah, give that a follow. But I love, I love fish and chips. Um, but then talking about the like, actual like proper quality food, I think Sunday yeah, Sunday it? roasts. I don't I like think, them. Sunday the, roasts does go hard. The, the, I don't like everything. Boiled. Yeah, <laughs> shredder. And the only flavor is meat. Like the only flavor yeah. there is I meat. I like it. Like, nah, it's man. The, it's the gravy. Yeah, it's meat flavor. I'll like, ride out for a Sunday roast. Yeah, yeah, like a I'm traditional here. British Sunday roast. There's no flavor apart from the flavor of the meat. That's nah, it. I like it. And an English breakfast. And the, and the gravy. Yeah. But even the gravy is just hard. the meat, iteration of the meat. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't, it, I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. But that's me personally. Nah. Yeah, no, I think that is the one thing that I'm like, I do really like Sunday roast. Like, I, I do rate it. And like Yorkshire puddings, roast potatoes, like even the vegetables and the green, I'm getting a bit like nostalgic. <laughs> like, His mouth is drooling. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'm really now. English breakfast. No, I don't mind an English breakfast. To be fair, but then like, th- I think that is more of an argument of it's literally just everything fried. That, yeah, that is, that's what it is. Yeah. Cool. yeah, that is bad for you. At least the roast is boiled. Yeah, but with the that, it's just yeah. I'm not gonna lie, guys. British food is just not the one. Like a lot of my like um white British friends that come over and eat at mine, they will say that they've had more flavor in one meal at my house than they will have had like in an entire year in their house. Mad. Yeah, because they're flavored salt, pepper. Yeah, bro, see, oh like, my god, have you seen that this morning? This morning, that guy, that presenter on this morning, when they was doing a cooking segment, and he was like, "Yeah, you know when you season the chicken, it just completely transforms it." it and I was, life. I was thinking he was gonna come out with some next seasoning. My guy goes, "Yeah, a little bit of salt and pepper, and it just it, it completely right. elevates the dish." Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I was just, I was just watching it in awe. Like, he actually, said it changed my life. Yeah, like, salt and pepper. <laughs> Like that's what he counts as as, as like as sensational, exceptional seasoning, salt and pepper. Oh dear, it's crazy. Like <sighs> I know, I know, British people get a lot of flack for like not like seasoning their food, but bro, they deserve it. Just season your food, man. Yeah, it, it's it's for your own good. It you is. Know what I mean, like, like why are you living a yeah. joyless life? 
honestly, little bit of like little seasoning. Bit of paprika don't hurt no one. It will really improve yeah. the quality of your life. Why are you so shy? And it's also it's not like you're like adding like a like layer of batter or adding loads of oil in. Yeah, Literally, facts. you're just adding a bit seasoning. of seasoning. Exactly. Like Se- like she quite said, it's like zero calories. Mm-hmm. Like what? yeah. It's like, I'm literally thinking of that Kyrie beaming. It's like, what was the reason? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Uh, yeah. But I think that's another reason why, like, um, foreign food is so, um, like, popular. In, in Like, you don't see British restaurants. You don't, do, like, apart from, like, pubs, maybe, that do, like, pub. Like, well, even then, it's like, that's not, like. The, and it's never authentic. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. But that's why, like, I think British people are so, um, they prefer foreign, like, why foreign cuisine is so popular in Britain. On a, on a separate note, I actually have been delving into TikTok more recently. Oh, we've got, we've got a believer. We've got a converter. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Like, but Soon I'm, come. I'm warming up to it. And I saw one that was interesting yesterday, which I think I'd already seen, but it was like condensed information. Um, MSG, growing up, I always thought that was a bad thing, but apparently it's not. And apparently the reason why everyone thinks it's bad is because it was often associated with chinese food and Mm. this american doctor or something like 200 years ago um decided to put out a report with a chinese name like a false name saying about how bad it was Mm -hmm. and then everyone just started believing it but in reality all it is is it just like elevates the flavor like i don't know if you know anything about msg or anything like yeah like it's a flavor enhancer in chinese food but then it had like adverse reactions they said in causing like hyperactivity in children um so then they like they it's it's been labeled as bad but all it is is a flavor enhancer and like mainly used in like chinese cuisine yeah and there was like basically racist undertones to that it was basically because it was associated with chinese food mm. they're like no mm. it's just like why interesting i never knew that it's interesting how, it, it is interesting how like I, I I was never told that yeah. it was bad, but I just kind of grew up thinking. Oh, we just that's knew, like, yeah. yeah it's just like oh, it's, it's just like a known like, thing. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it makes sense though, given like America's history of sinophobia. Mm. Yeah, especially um, amplified by the whole like Cold War element yeah. to things exactly. like yeah. Exactly. Um, I also wanted to ask like, what do you guys think about? It isn't like an official thing, but. Um, it's because one like guy, I, can't, I don't know who he was, but he was like some government official back in 2001, said chicken tikka masala is considered British... one of our national dishes. Yeah. Like, what do you guys think that says about like just I reject that British statement. culture? <laughs> like, So um, <laughs> this is actually really interesting because, so my family are in the um, Indian restaurant business. Like that's that's our family business. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but ninety something percent. You see, the ninety four percent or ninety seven percent of Indian restaurants in Britain are Bangladeshi owned. Um, so that is kind of like is very. So, I don't, um, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Um, basically, I think I told you guys like I wanted to do a PhD, right? And my like topic of proposed topic is on the British Curry House. Oh, um, yeah, on the Curry Mile and stuff like that. Not the Curry Mile, the British Curry House. Oh, did you say um, you'd done something before on the Curry Mile? Oh, I don't think I oh, know, so. I think it's, some, it's my other friend that Probably did like, a project else, yeah. on it. Sorry, yeah. I should have <laughs> oh. oh, no, sorry. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, like, uh, because the, the, the British Curry House um, and, and something like the British Chicken Tikka, 
there is really a, a really interesting site of the politics of race and migration and like labor and so, so many different things the 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 british chicken tikka it is british but it was made by bangladeshi chefs for the for british customers but again it speaks to that whole kind of wave of like post-war migration in the uk how the curry house is an emulation of kind of like colonial houses and things like that there's a lot to like dissect and explore here which is why like i want to do a phd on it but that would be really cool. I wouldn't mind because, like, when you hear PhD, you're kind of like, "Oh, it's like loads of long Boring like text." Things, yeah. But that actually sounds like something that we worth like reading. To be like, yeah. do you know how many words are? Do you have to eighty thousand? Like... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't promise. I'll, I can't promise I'll get through it in like one day. But yeah, it's a tentative idea because of, uh, because of my own personal family history. Like, every, everyone mm. in my family is in the in the, the restaurant industry. Mm. Right. So. I think we've concluded that we all are a massive fan of um, South Asian food. That's what, okay, what's your favourite South Asian dish? <laughs> Yo, big question. Mm. Mm. Um, I'd say dessert, like really? gulab jamun goes so hard. Gulab jamun does go hard. See, this is, I think um, Indian South Asian desserts, they're not for me, they're, they're too sickly. In my opinion, I just, it's, too, it's too Get much. I grew up on that. I grew up on that. So I'm like, that's no, like what yeah, I'm used to. You exactly. give me like a trifle and I'm like, in it. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really that much of a dessert person anyway. Oh, okay. But it's just like when my dad would ever bring like jalebis or whatever back home, I'd just be like, mm, I love jalebis. Right. Mm. Actually, I take it back. If you've ever been to a Punjabi wedding, the starters. That's what I was, that's what's going to be mine. Yes. That's what's going to be mine. Wedding starters, man. I just got assaulted Shikabab. over that, but yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's how passionate I feel Chili about it. Chili paneer, samosa. Oh my God. Shish uh, kebab, fish pakoras. Oh my God. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny. Me and my sister, like me and my family, we love wedding starters. Yeah. And we were saying the other day that we should have a dinner party at ours. Because obviously just starters. we missed. Yeah, because we, oh. we missed wedding season this year and last year. Yeah. Um, to emulate a wedding hall yes, and just have yes, yes, a meal yes. of oh just my wedding God. starters I'm and there. actually get I'm dressed there. up. I'm there. Get, get dressed up in your sari and everything and just come and eat. <gasps> wedding starters are the best. Oh my God. Mm. That's honestly my favourite. What about you, Shwe? What's your favourite South Asian Yeah, dish? literally. So I like, yeah, starters. And yes. also like, um, I don't know, people call it different things, but like, do you know like street food? Yeah, pani puri, golgape. Yeah, golgape. Oh, oh my god, my favorite, yeah, my like, favorite. Yeah, like all that street food, chaat. I don't know mm, what you call it. In, yeah, chaat, yeah. chaat. Yeah. Yeah, just like things like that, paneer, samosa, things like that. Yeah. Alu. Oh guys, I'm getting like so excited. I told you, I'm so <laughs> passionate. I'm not worrying like Carlos's was at the honestly, honestly, it just there's nothing else in this world that compares. Oh, it's not boiled potatoes; it's roast potatoes. Get it right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Love. Sorry, the, with the boy with the gravy. Yeah. Ah, bisto. Yeah. What's your favorite? I really like. I do really like starters. Like I was thinking, like. There's been times where I've been at um like an Indian restaurant and mm. I've been like, should I just order like a load just of stars? Yeah. Like... But thinking about main meals, I would have to and I know I'm gonna get um not in their good books if I don't say this, but um Mona's oh, no Mona's butter chicken. Oh, okay. Mm. What do you mean? Mm. And paneer. Yeah. You've had Yeah, no, and the butter chicken. Yeah, I'm saying mmm, tasty. Oh, I thought you were saying, mm, I don't know. 
No, don't throw her under the bus. Loads of bands. Yeah, I do also have to give a shout out to my dad because he like does quite a lot of cooking, especially um, more recently. And I think um, his he does like a really nice like going prawn curry. That's probably my favorite. Ooh. of him. Like that's like like more like him um, South Indian. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my really like, good friends is going. Mm, like, She's always talking about how much she loves going food. Yeah, like coconut milk. And stuff yeah, like yeah, a lot yes, of coconut. Yes. They use so much coconut. I recently yeah. tried Sri Lankan food for the first time, like authentic mm. home cooked Sri Lankan food. Oh, it it was so like ten out of ten. Really? Ten out of ten. It was so good. I've never had it, man. A lot yeah, of fish. Really we had beef curry mm-hmm. and dal, but it was very different than the dal. I like dal. I don't know what was different about it, but it was so good. It was mm-hmm. very different to Punjabi dal. Do you all love dal? Because dal gets a yeah. bad reputation, yeah. man. Yeah. I guess a bad reputation. I stand dal. Brown dal, See, I love all dals, man. No dal discrimination I, here. I love it, but my problem is, I growing up, like I wasn't exposed to much South Asian food, and what I what the for the most part, the only South Asian food I was given was dal and rice. That was oh, literally. So obviously, when that's all ouch. you're getting, it was kind of just about our oh, rice. No, but that's the reason why like, a lot of people. That's why it has a bad rep. Like mm. people just think it's like boring, mm. like repetitive. But nah, man, dal slaps. Yeah, I love it. And give it yeah, it's very healthy. Lentils, mm. fiber, protein, mm. very good. Um, before I play a bit more music, I've got one final question. Like, which, like, which one type question? Rice or naan? Naan. I'm I'm Bangladeshi. I ha- I, ha- I have to say rice, but I oh, I don't know. I love I love naan as well. What, um, yeah, what by kind naan, of question, man? By naan, I mean no. roti, not naan. Oh no, I prefer. Oh, I don't know because I don't really like roti. Wholemeal roti. Uh, it's all Any. right. Like paratha, I love paratha. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. No, I'm garlic. I can't no, decide. You way. stumped her. Garlic she's like, honestly, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> she's I'm, like flustered. Honestly, I am flustered. What a ridiculous question. I can't pick. Bangladesh has the third highest rice consumption in the world. Fun fact for you guys. Cool. I'm just letting you all know. <laughs> so like rice is a staple. You know what? You know what's funny, guys? You know what's funny? You know, I don't know if it's the case for you guys. When we were little, yeah, we would have to eat rice and curry every day. Sometimes twice a day. Like... Our parents yeah, would just not rough. cook anything else. Yeah, and like, rough. I grew up thinking like, when I'm old, I'm never going to eat rice no. and curry. I'm going to cook what I want, eat what I want. And now it's like, if I go a few days without eating curry, I start like convulsing. I can't, I start like shaking. I get withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> now I can't live without it. Mm. Um, so what do you, what was your like decision to wear rice or naan? Um, garlic naan with loads of butter. Yeah. Ooh, that oh, that is delicious. Oh, you know, like bread and butter. It's reminding me of our Ibiza days with the baguette and aioli. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. those days we had so many carbs. Yeah. Me and Shua went to Ibiza together. Oh. Not <laughs> just the two of us. That's how it's And we, um, we were like just after every night out, we're just like eating baguette and aioli, like literally just uh-huh. like eating, and like... bread and butter slaps Have though, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but have you tried alioli, guys? Yes, I love oh, it. Yeah. No, never. It it's so garlicky. I thought it was aioli. Yeah, I was no, aioli is something else, Carlos. But oh. aioli is also garlic. But we've also your friends call it. But it's um, you can get it in Morrison's, guys. So I suggest after this radio show, it is delicious. Alioli, perhaps, Nights perhaps. Of- it is very, very good. Now we're gonna play a bit of a game. Um, oh, where's <clears throat> right, gone? Shweta, you all right? I'm here. Cool. Um, yeah, have, I'm good. Have you, got, 
right. <laughs> Just been got... chatting to you for the past hour and a half, love. <laughs> have you got the quiz? No. Where is? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. What? Where? What am I meant to see? What, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Can I ask a question before we start? Yeah. So obviously this this quiz is. It's a food-based quiz to determine if you're more northern or southern. Mm. But I think I've got one question that will settle it. Go on. I say um, breakfast, lunch, dinner. What do you guys say? It's the tea thing, isn't it? Yeah. I say both, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I, I say tea, both. sometimes I say dinner. <laughs> but then do you call your lunch dinner, Halima? I'm not going to lie, guys. My eating habits are a bit higgy. So, like, I don't really know what lunch or, like, I, don't, I eat, like, one square <laughs> meal a day. That's true, to be fair. Because people say, like, breakfast dinner tea right yeah. like, i would yeah. say breakfast yeah. lunch tea or dinner like or breakfast one. dinner tea supper like right, this is the thing supper, I have. and anyone who says oh what's the supper and like <laughs> no, yeah. no, no no immediately i'm just like Not having no, it. no 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 yeah i'll say breakfast lunch and then tea and dinner i use interchangeably mm. i i honestly I'm a bit like Halima. Like, I I tend to not eat breakfast, like, mm. and then just go straight into it. So I don't. I think I would say brunch. Yeah, but I wouldn't say brunch. Right, even Anyone it... use the one liner? Liner, liner. When you have a late... yeah. yeah. I've ne- I've never. I've heard never heard like lunch and dinner man. combined. See, I don't understand. Yeah, like, what um... is even the need to name your meals, man? Just eat. It's just food. That's that's me. <laughs> I'm just eating. I'm just eating. Well, we're going to find out now for certain anyway. And it's on British food, which we know you guys love. Mm. So let's find out. Um, do the quiz music as well. I feel like I'm going to be bad at this quiz. I don't really have any kind of like affiliation with British food, to be honest with you. Well, <laughs> if, if you're truly Northern, Ilima, then the quiz will oh, say that. God. So, you know. Right. So first question. When does a roast dinner taste best on a sunday on a weekday it tastes the same every day every day no sunday roast dinners hit differently sunday. i said weekday yeah. mm. i get what you mean and there's but, no rules but i but this, this typical southern behavior oh, <laughs> oh okay <laughs> that's what this is gonna be really it's tag team against simran the yeah. southerner in the room this is um this is brilliant <laughs> Uh, report it to HR. <laughs> oh wait, you'd have one. <laughs> right. Choose something from the bakery. So this is like Greg's. Stuff. This just these pictures, the the cross section of the cordage pasty, it looks like dog food. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> I'm gonna go for a cream finger donut. I'm not gonna lie, I do love a cream finger donut. Sausage roll, man. Uh, so just for the listeners at home, we've got even... sausage roll, Cornish pasty, bacon and cheese melt, corned beef pasty, chocolate eclair, gingerbread man, cream finger donut, custard slice, Belgian bun. I like steak slice when I go normally, so I don't know whether that's more... I like a vegan sausage roll, warmed. It has to be warmed to perfection. Yeah, apparently that the, the Greg's vegan sausage roll slaps. Oh yeah, I prefer it to the normal yeah. one. Yeah, that's what everyone no says. No way. Yeah, is the... I like it. Um, I'm gonna go for corned beef pasty, just because it's the closest to steak um, slice. Right, uh, this is one. What do you call these, like the round bits of bread? See, the thing is, yeah, guys, like I was not raised in a like a British household, and like I was raised in a non-British area, like non-white area. 
when was the first time that you came across Cheeto? Like, no, no, no. But I grew up in Longside. I only moved to Cheeto when I was a teenager. Uh, so okay. like, I was never even aware. But you of still this. eat bread rolls. You still eat bread rolls. You wouldn't call them. Right, so, there must be some name. Right, so we know what you call. Like, if you go to the shop, rolls, man. They're yeah, rolls. probably rolls. You know. I go bam. Rolls or buns? I don't know. What'd you which say? Bam. Oh yeah, that's proper goodness. Like, cause you used to go to school and they'd Chip have like, bomb. they like sausages, like yeah. sausage and bacon bomb, like, huh. yeah. eating that. What's Stotties? That don't concern is, us. Who says that? Who says that? Yeah, it's up you. I don't know. Oh, rolls or buns? I don't know which one, man. I'll just say roll, man. Where do you do your weekly shop? Oh, Tesco, Tesco, Asda, Little Aldi, I'm not gonna Morrison's, lie. Co-op, Waitrose, Ocado, Sainsbury's, or somewhere else. I'm a Sainsbury's girl. Oh, really? oh, I don't like Sainsbury's. I prefer Tesco, man. Nah, Aldi through and through. Oh, I do you love and Aldi? Also, can I, I just do love shout out to Little Bakery? Has anyone ever yes, been Yes, the Little Rod. Bakery slaps. Yes. No. It's the best thing, like 19p bread rolls yeah, or honestly. bread stocking. <laughs> Bread <Brett's totty. laughs> question: Little or Aldi? Uh, Aldi. I, I, I'm, I'm not that familiar with I don't Lidl. Know. I love Little. So oh, like, really? I'm, I'm not that familiar Lidl. with Little. I can't lie. I think Aldi, and then with this, a touch of Little Bakery. No, Little. Yeah, that's what I would say, Shreya. I agree. I'll, I'll, yeah, I shop yeah, at Aldi yeah. when I'm away from home, and then when at home we Tesco is our shop. I think if I'm gonna like go and get something quickly there to Tesco. If I'm looking to like a big shop, there's definitely like little. Cause I think obviously you want to go somewhere where you can get like the, cause the thing is like some people have like aversions to like little and Aldi. And I'm just like, it's literally good quality food. Yeah, It's all made in the same factory, just a different conveyor belt. Yeah, literally. Moving on. Do you consider Vianetta to be fancy? No. 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 That is not fancy. That little ice cream. Um, I, w- I was gonna say yes. <laughs> I feel like this is really specific to British culture, man. I'm just not in on it. Like I... I'm really just not in on British culture. <laughs> I thought it is fancy, isn't it? That's what I think. That's what the perception no. is. I think in the 80s when it came out, that's what it was about. Like it was like a fancy dessert. Whenever it, it did come fancy. out, 70s or like 80s that. or yeah. something. I don't know. Uh, yes, this is my type of question. Choose something from the chippy. You got sausage you and, fish chips, and chips, isn't it? battered sausage and chips, fish and chips, <laughs> pie and chips, mushy. Ch- Oh. did you go to Leeds? Nah. What's a worry? Oh, who's that? Adam's other friend. No, obviously, but to like stay there for a week or a Oh, no, yeah, no. Went. Oh, no, I lived in Leeds for a few months. Yeah, I was working there. Yeah, and so did you never try cheesy chips? Cheese chips and gravy there with chip salt? I just wouldn't eat that, man. Everyone, that's that I would everyone at uni gets that. Everyone Liverpool gets yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's a very out. northern thing. It's a very, very northern. Like Newcastle, Manchester, yeah. Liverpool, Leeds, they all eat that. But you lived in Leeds for a month and you didn't have cheese chips and gravy. I was there for three months, man. Maybe even four. <laughs> I lived um, I lived in Liberty Living. Liberty. You know like you know the train station, you just go straight. Yeah. There. Like right at the end. There's like a casino nearby. No, Liberty Living. It's like red and blue buildings. It's a hold, man. It's it's private holds. Yeah. Leeds is a sick city. I love Leeds. I really love Leeds. I always say it's Manchester, but just smaller. Yeah, which is easy because it? it's less to walk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like it's it's such a great city. There's a lot more hills in Leeds, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually, I used to sometimes even get an Uber to work because I, there was one hill that I just could not be asked climbing in mm. the morning. 
<laughs> climbing like you're there with on the it rock. It feels climbing. like that, man. Walk it up. Nah, forget it. <laughs> right. Which of these is the correct meal order? So it's basically Ooh, the question. I'll say yeah. just chips because I don't eat any any of the other stuff. I said just chips. Yeah. Next one. Oh, all right. Um, oh, right. You're still on the chippy question. I said battered sausage and chips because that's why we just get from him crispies, battered sausage and chips. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. What? You'd have a pie after a night out. You crazy. No, pie, battered sausage. Battered sausage. Oh, I think it's pie sausage. I chose cheesy chips because there's no cheesy chips and gravy. Cheese yeah. chips is the best. I don't. I'm not for mixing cheese and gravy, to be honest. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't. But to be honest, I don't really. You need like to try gravy that it. Much. Just try it before, because I'm not. Yeah, just try it. I'll try it one day. And then talk to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, which of these is the correct meal order? Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I'm gonna say breakfast, lunch, and tea. Yeah. So if you say supper, you're getting cancelled. <laughs> um, yeah. What have you said? Ooh. I think it's definitely one of the first two. So it's breakfast, lunch, and I don't know if it's dinner or tea. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what's for, I'm gonna say what's for dinner more than say what's for tea. I'm gonna say that. I think I say tea more than dinner. Mm. Well, I definitely don't say tea. Yeah. I think it's more working dinner. class to be honest with yeah. you. Not northern. Yeah, no, like more northern working class. Oh, I think that that's mm -hmm. what it is. What have you put, Simran? Uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, obviously. <laughs> right, next question. What's the best part of a fry-up? Sausages, man. I say hash browns. I don't really eat a lot of meat, guys. Yeah, I don't eat a lot of meat like yeah. this. Hash browns for me. I literally don't ever, ever, ever eat pork unless I'm eating an English breakfast. Oh, really? Then it's a bit of a free-for-all. Yeah, I, I'm the same, actually. I don't really like pork, but obviously sausage is barely pork anyway. So like oh, my God, yeah. Bit. Yeah, I'm oh, seeing no, too very devious. But have you tried them in the McCarthy? Yeah, I don't mind like vegetarian yeah. sausages and stuff. I just, just meat in general. I don't eat a lot of. I don't know what to choose in this question because it's like it's hard to pick out one. Toast. Thing. You can't live without toast. Toast. Is like... Nah, you don't need no, toast. No, but it's with not the, fry the best up. part of the fry you up. You don't though. need like, toast with great. the fry up. All right, fine. Let me choose I'm gonna pick. Toast. I'm gonna pick beans actually because like beans, I. Oh, oh, yeah, I do like, like beans. I'm not gonna. Lie. But do you? Okay, guys. Do you season your beans? Yeah. Oh okay. my god. Dorka beans. Yeah. Dorka beans. beans. Onions, yeah. garlic. Onions, garlic, ginger. Loads of chili powder. Yep. Wipe the beans in. Yep. Loads of brown sauce. And um, oh, jeera. Jeera, yep. Being honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, but I have been watching TikToks about it. So honestly, so I can't. Hard. I, I can't eat. No, you can never. You can never go back no. to yeah. just out the tin again. You can't. No. It slaps. I think it's because when I was younger, I had him. Um, Obviously, this isn't seasoning, but I had beans with cheese, and it just put me off Ooh. like adding anything because obviously it's like. <laughs> but beans and cheese is nice though. Nah, I don't like it. It made it all like stringy, and I'm just yeah. like, no. Really? Yeah, but which way did you have it? Did you have cheese and beans or beans and cheese? It was basically the cheese was melted into the beans. Yeah, I'm not sure about no, that one still. But, but that's that's nice though. I like beans and cheese together. No, not for me. Right. Season your beans though. Yeah, I'm, everyone I'm at home. Try it to be fair. Season your beans. It. Do you dunk your biscuits? Always. I don't drink Always. tea. Yeah. I literally don't drink tea. I am known to make a tender. cup of tea just to dip the biscuits in. Yeah, yeah same. Because yeah. they need to be slightly tender. But I hate when it drops in and then it's down there. You have to, you have to get it down out. to a science. Yeah. 
I have tea all the time, so like, I don't always have biscuits with tea, but if I am having biscuits with tea, obviously they're gonna get dunked, because it's like, why Why wouldn't you, you know Even I mean? chocolate needs to get dunked in there. I don't drink, yeah. I don't drink tea no, at all, I feel so left out of this conversation. You should, maybe that would be how you get into drinking tea, by, by having biscuits with it. You know what I mean? No. Or try herbal tea. No, I drink herbal, herbal tea, tea, like fruit teas, herbal teas, oh, green teas, but not like... Have you tried the raspberry and lemon tea? Oh, it's amazing. It tastes like lemonade. Oh, re oh really? Oh, I do love raspberry lemonade. Oh, The mango you passion fruit is it. my favourite because it's really fragrant. Mango, oh, which one? mango and passion fruit, delicious. Oh, I'll try that. You should. Try that. It's so fragrant. Dunk your biscuits into your fragrant tea. No, that's oh. not going to work. Green tea, <laughs> now, nah, man, you can't. You can't. <laughs> Have you ever um, had a herbal tea and then accidentally put milk in it? Uh, I've I know a few people Honestly, have done that. I used to I put milk in my Earl Grey. My mum said it was wrong. No, that's fine. I think you are, but it's obviously it's going to be weak. Like if you do that, I think it's like yeah. optional as to yeah. whether you do it or not. Interesting. Yeah, I had some yeah. Yorkshire tea. Or actually, PG Tips Yorkshire Tetley's I need to be honest. Like, just... or Aldi Gold, Aldi Gold. Mm. I've never done little in it. So. Right, choose a restaurant chain. Frankie and Benny's, Nando's. Nando's. There is only, there is only one acceptable answer. Nando's. I'm not gonna lie though, guys. I do love Pizza Express. Yeah, slaps, yeah. but Nando's just hits so different. No, my, me, Harvester. Nah. <laughs> Wait, what's it called? What oh, is what Harvester? Called. What's that piece of ham called that people eat? Gammon. 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 Uh, no. <laughs> oh my god. No, that's what I say. That's what I call racist white people, gammon. Well, yeah, it's a common thing, isn't it? Like, and then they say, oh, no, that's racist, calling them Gavin. No. <laughs> well, no. Well, we'll believe it at that. <laughs> um, what, what is Harvester? It's pub. It's pub. It's a pub. It's a pub. Yeah, it's pub a pub. Chain. Okay. So it's like scampi and chips and peas, Gavin and egg. Yeah. And peas, probably. Chips and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm just going to go with... And peas I, I and do, pies. I yeah. do also love Pizza Express, but... I, I love think Pizza I, prefer, I miss it, man. I think I prefer Nando's, ultimately. Nando's yeah. just hits different. Nando's is pretty yeah. universal, isn't it? You yeah. crave Nando's when you see yeah. someone eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now I want Nando's. You don't crave Harvester when you see someone eating gammon. No. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't eat gammon, period, but yeah. I get, I get the sentiment. <laughs> Um, is it really someone's birthday if there's no catability? Yeah, man, yes. I don't understand the hype. Yeah, me neither. I'm sorry. Mm. Oh my god, is is sticky? Okay, okay. The next one is a bit. I didn't know all of these are British puddings. Sticky yeah, toffee pudding. Sticky toffee pudding. So isn't a British thing. That must yeah. be like Middle East. It must be because it's dates. dates. Yeah. I'm gonna go with it anyway. I love slaps. sticky toffee pudding. I love eating mess and <gasps> I love carrot cake. I just got my results. What is it? Northern. Oh, I got Northern as well. Ugh. Right, let me pin my All right, Simran, you've been hanging out There's with no us doubt too about it. You're definitely Northern. The chances are you've lived up north for a fair amount of time, to be fair, true. And probably grew up there. Either way, Northern blood definitely runs through your veins. Gangish. All right. I mean, more like North Indian blood, but hey, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> did you get Northern? Yeah. Right, I need to pay my dessert. Did you get seven? No, oh. I need to pay my dessert. I'm really nervous now. Ooh. He's not going to get seven, I swear. No, he's not going to. Oh, he said, yeah, he said, you, had you said tea anyway. No, he said dinner, but you also oh, yeah. said bomb. Mm, I don't know. I'm not a dessert person. Oh, my God. Well, I was just waiting to make the, des the deciding vote. You already know them. Come on. Yeah. Just pick Jamal and Polly. Yeah, go on. 
Did, what did you pick? What dessert did you pick? Um, sticky toffee pudding. Oh, love that. Dessert. Oh, sorry, it's northern. Are you northern? Yes. Look at him, like, breathing a sigh of relief as though the BuzzFeed <laughs> pick was really good. There's so much away. discrimination. Oh. First of all, why does no one want to be southern? Because you're all... Uh, uh, <laughs> well, we've got five I minutes. Can't shall, we, shall we get into this? <laughs> right. Go for um, it. Northern people are better. Can I just say, I've got a lot Northern of Northern people are better. Listen, I, I lived in, I lived you, in London for 18 years of my life and I moved to Liverpool <laughs> and I totally support the fact that the North is better than the South. It is, it is. I've so got, relaxed. Like, we all talk to each other. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're all so yeah. nice. You're all so nice. Good. The first time I went to Liverpool and I went out and people were like, hey, baby. Oh like, my God, that's what my friends like, always say. I love it. Even at Starbucks today, she called me babe like six yeah. times and I was like, yeah. I love you. Yeah, honestly. Shwera's mum is Liverpoolian. Oh, really? I go to uni in Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, and my mum's friendly, isn't she, Carlos? Yeah. Like, they're all just so friendly. So they talk friendly. to each other. They just love each other. Love After life. nights out, like, getting in into London, an Uber. Like, they, like, talk to you. Going back home, and I get into you, but I'm like, hi, you all right? And they're like... My friends, my southern <laughs> friends, they're always, whenever I've said, like, whenever I've gone to meet my southern friends and I've been like, oh, my, U- I was saying this to my Uber driver, blah, 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 blah. They'll always be like, oh, I forget your northern. You talk to your Uber driver. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? That, like, um, at home, like, people just don't talk to you. No, Even here, I'll go on a walk and people in the park will be like, good morning. I'm like, morning. Yeah. Um, at home, <laughs> it's just like, it is a very palpable. Why are you in my park? It is a very, very palpable, dif- palpable difference. Like I have a lot of southern friends because where I went to uni, like everyone is from the south where I went. Um, and whenever I've invited my friends up north, like mm. to Manchester and stuff, literally the first thing they'll always say is, "Why is everyone so everyone's nice? So nice. Why is that woman yeah, just called yeah. me a darling? Yeah. Why is that yeah. woman called me honey? Like one of my friends, he um." He's in Manchester right now, and he's like, I don't understand how come your guys' weather is so rubbish, but everyone is still so cheery. Yeah. Mm. Like, they're honestly always dumbfounded by how polite and, like... And, like, I've gotten nicer from living here, so when I go home yeah. and we have to, like, and we go out and we speak to people, I, like, people talk think you're weird. people's ears off, and I'm being, like, just normal... Well, normal for, like, what's considered normal up here, but down there, everyone's like, mm. oh, this is... You're doing the most, like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, no. We are much nicer, you know, way nicer. You know what I think as well? <laughs> I don't think, I think there's a sense of northern pride, but I don't think we go around think actively thinking we're better than people. But I think, the that, I think there do. is a sense of like, London is the centre, not even of the UK, mm. of the world, and mm. nothing outside yeah. of it like, mm. matters. People think they're so important in London. Trust mm. me, trust me. This country is very London-centric in general. Yeah. I think also in terms of like, when speaking about... Um, experiences as minorities for example like the BAME experience or as the South yeah. Asian experience it's very much like London centric like no one ever thinks about how it's yeah. different for people it's outside just, of it's just London. incredibly unfair because um like post-industrial revolution when all the resources got drained from the north to the south everything just got funneled straight to London yeah and that's kind of what caused the massive disparity in the yeah. kind of north-south divide as we know mm-hmm. it now mm-hmm. and that is a very real thing and like mm-hmm. living in the south for 18 years I didn't acknowledge it, didn't believe mm-hmm. it was a real thing, was thinking these lot are dramatic, that's not real. Yep. Coming up here, oh look my at our God, trains, it is look at so our trains. Real. <laughs> yeah. Look at our public Yeah, transport. yeah, yeah. Why did why does London get a train every thirty seconds? <laughs> yeah. And you guys get one every forty five minutes. Broke up as well. broke <laughs> no, but seriously, it's 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 real. You know what is as well? It's like we think, oh yeah, Northern we're like 
barely on the clasp of northern when you think about True. it. Like, no, but it's a culture, isn't it? It's I more think... so cult, like northern culture and like northern yeah, identity. Yeah, like, ge- yeah. It's geo-social, geopolitical mm. rather than just exclusively geographical. But in my head, I'd say everything north of Birmingham. No, my, no, is northern. Right, and yeah. I know, okay, and well, I know that I know say, that's man. controversial. I know that's controversial because you lot would say that you are just about northern, right? In it's Manchester. the Midlands. Birmingham is the Midlands. Whereas like, in my head, like Birmingham is north for me. No, man. Do you would you split it into no. half or would you split it into a third? At third, third, third. Right. Yeah, because they're literally called the the county is literally Midlands. I like, know, that's what I know. Called. Yeah, you wouldn't say someone from Leicester's from the north. No, no I wouldn't, that's... but. It's just north to Londoners, but this see, is that's like, me. That's me being southerner, not yeah. It's my southerner bias. But that's like someone from Brighton calling you a northerner because you're above them. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Thank you, Shotel. Like this is another thing about <laughs> Londoners as well. Bro. I'm going to stop talking. They're so in their own bubble. They think everything outside of yeah. London is facts, a farm. Facts, is facts, a farm. Facts. Like it's mental. I saw this one like viral Twitter thread um, where someone was like, um, Londoners. It was ethnic minorities in London. Um, what are your perception of the North? Or like, why would you never live in the North? And the things that people were saying was literally insane. Like, they were like, they don't have any transport up there. Like, they don't have any civilization. Oh my God, ethnic minorities aren't there. What am I going to do when I want planted? Like, people literally think that we live up in the sticks. Outside, everything outside of London mm-hmm. is up, up in the sticks. It's insane. Yeah. I think, like, you kind of have to realise that, obviously, um, racism takes precedent over every other form of oppression. I'm not even saying yeah. this is oppression. But at the same time, if you're going to, like, claim, like, sort of, like, um, oh, I am being oppressed in this manner, I'm being oppressed in this manner, and then talk as if there are no other people of colour outside of London, yeah. you're kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're not being racist, obviously. No. But you're also, you're not being very nice. No, it's yeah. not inclusive, is it? Yeah. It's not inclusive at all because there is so many, so much rich hit. Even me, like when I think about like the Bangladeshi community in in the UK, obviously a lot of it is in like the East End of London, but there's so much at home in Manchester because we've got a sizable community here that I don't even look to when I think about the formations of Bangladeshi community. So, yeah. Where so where would you guys draw the line or the um thirds then like for the dividing it? I would say Liverpool is slightly below us, aren't they? I'll yeah. say like Liverpool up is north. But then it's, yeah. it is Sheffield north. I think it, it has Sheffield to be is north. Yeah. But then it's, like, it's not a straight line That's anything. It's sort of like Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll say like Liverpool, Manchester, Sheffield, that kind of boundary. Yeah. That's north. Like the Yorkshire, northwest, yeah. north, north, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. is north. Yeah. And then like in the middle is like Leicester, Birmingham, and like Nottingham. Yeah. So would you Birmingham. say is Derbyshire part of Midlands? Midlands, or yeah. Midlands. Midlands. So they're, they're yeah. like North Midlands. Yeah. Then. And then where's the other line? Then, like, I'd say like Oxford, Cambridge, yeah. down. Yeah. South. Yeah. Is the south. Fair. That's what I would say. And what, what do you say about Wales? Like, is Wales just a thing of its own? Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not part of England. Yeah. I think you saw that. Yeah, yeah. I but... think about them. There's even North and South Wales, isn't there? Yeah. Like Cardiff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This might be and stuff. And yeah. This might be a bit of like an ignorant thought on my own part. Obviously, like the similar sort of thing. But. And from my impression, it is very much like there's loads at north, there's loads at south, and in the middle, it is very like sparse. Like obviously, there are people living there, but like it's very like not not much going on. You mean like the Midlands? No, no, in, in Wales. Oh, Wales. Oh, oh I don't know south. actually. I like. Cause, cause I, I don't know. We don't go to Wales. Yeah, me neither. No. I would say that from I, oh, the Welsh people I've met, they do identify with the north 
I think a bit more. Mm. I think because they experience mm. the same as what the North has in terms yeah, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. resource drainage and stuff like that and all the attention and, the and everything being on London. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they do identify more with the North. I don't like, yeah. Right, so I think we're going to have to round things off there. Um, thanks a lot for joining us, Shweta. Thanks it's for joining us. Thank um, you. Do you want to just give your socials again, just to people? Thanks. Wait, can I just you? do something? Call us, call us, call us, call us, call us. It's frozen. Can I just give a shout out to Anam? It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Anam. I literally just said happy birthday to her before. Happy birthday, Anam. Happy 24th birthday to Anam. Have I love a great you. Day. Yeah, thanks just, for having me, guys. Just thanks for having me, guys. Everyone follow at natural.nutritionist. Just to give a bit of context about who Anam is, Anam is someone who Halima oh, yeah. lived with whilst at uni, yep. and it's also one of Shweta's. Everyone's, con- everyone's connected. 